Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first installment of the new fantasy football podcast on the block, season one, episode one. We are Queen City Fantasy. My name is Graham Rogers, and joining me on this journey is Taylor Story and Chris Hayes. Talk to me, fellas. What's up, everybody? How's it going? This is Taylor. Hey, everyone. This is Chris Hayes. Happy to be on. As a backdrop for who we are, why we're doing this. So we've been in the uh, same fantasy league together for a couple of years now. Uh, all have kind of different areas of expertise as far as fantasy football goes, what style, how long we've been playing, and then obviously all of our biases with our favorite teams. So quick rundown for me, uh, mainly best ball. Uh, that's I'm in multiple drafts at a time through February, March, April, all the way up till season time, just as a degenerate in that area, along with daily fantasy. Uh, been playing fantasy football for I don't even know how long, but best ball has really taken off in the past couple of years for me. Yeah, I think for me, it's uh, I definitely love the focus on dynasty. I think with COVID too, it really, really ramped up my uh, my love for creating dynasty leagues. You know, I'm in big money leagues, small money leagues, all types of skill levels, a lot are a lot of trading, uh, pretty much get a lot done. I've been playing for, you know, about five years now with the Dynasty specific, so pretty deep into it. And uh, I just think it's a lot of fun trying to predict the future, mostly wrong all the time, but still try sometimes, you know. I've been doing redraft leagues since I started doing multiplica- multiplication tables back in grade school. Um, I just... I love, I love picking new teams every year and having you know, a fresh start and picking new, play, new players based on where they've been traded to or where, where they've recently signed. Uh, my favorite team is the Buffalo Bills, who are now, now good for about 20 years of my life. They were, they were god-awful, so it's nice, to, it's nice to have a rooting interest in something besides fantasy now. It's all right, Chris. I've taken over with the terrible team with the Carolina Panthers, so there will be no biases on my end because everybody on the team is terrible except for, let's say, DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. So we're, we're covered there. I can agree more. <laughs> I think my team's the next team on the verge of being bad, though. I'm the uh, resident Packers fan, although I've never left the East Coast of the United States. Don't ask me how that happened. I've been a fan since I'm a kid, though, so no bandwagon. Uh, you know, the Packers have just been uh, boggling my mind lately. And, you know, I feel like I've just been put in a blender. Aaron Rodgers hopefully brings it back for a third MVP, hopefully a Super Bowl. And then he rides off into the sunset and we rebuild for about 10 years. Jordan, so, Jordan Love season is on the yeah, way. You know, we don't talk about Jordan Love a lot <laughs> in this household. Uh, we try to forget that that ever happened and hope I never see him on the field. My, uh, my Patriots, I... I one of my players on on my team is a big Patriots fan, and when the Bills signed Case Keenum to be the to be Allen's backup, you know he thought he was Yikes. Keenum was going to be the starter just because of the great connection that Case Keenum has with Stephon Diggs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no can't blame him. Yeah. Hot, hot takes out there left and right. I'm sure we will give some as well that we will look back on in two oh, or three yeah. years and just be absolutely disappointed in ourselves. But yeah, hot takes <laughs> only. Of course. So to set the stage for everybody listening, you know, planning on hopefully 
two to three episodes a week, probably in the off season here, looking at two, um, seeing how players are moving, especially for me in best ball realm. And then as we start to hear reports about, you know, rookies and camp, now that we're through the NFL draft, uh, Chris and Taylor will be updating kind of how they're looking at people on dynasty and redraft end as well. Um, but really excited for getting out of the NFL draft, uh, got shows coming on rookies on our total rankings, going through quarterback, wide receiver, running back and tight end and just trying to give you guys as much information as we possibly can so that whether you are in dynasty redraft best ball daily fantasy helping you guys succeed uh probably if you're doing the exact opposite of whatever we are telling you um guys anything to add there the thing is i've been pushing for an idp episode so you might see me a loner by myself these guys don't like idp too much but i love it so maybe you guys will see an idp i know there's some of us out there that that like playing with defenses so although no team defenses get that out of here taylor taylor can talk defense by himself i want more of the bills chiefs playoff games i don't care who's on defense i just want points that's all i want hey defense wins championships i just want josh allen to get another chance you know Yes, we need a coin flip to go the opposite direction, but we'll uh, hopefully changing is what we've we've heard. So, um, diving into fantasy talk, recent news, guys. Let's let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins' six game suspension, PEDs. Um, I played high school basketball against him. I think he was on PEDs back then. That's why we lost. Um, right. Talk to me. How does this affect uh, Arizona? The Hollywood Brown trade. Where do we stand on everything? Well, if we're being, I mean, if we're being honest, like. Like, the Cardinals had to have known this was coming. Like, you don't just trade a first-round pick for Hollywood Brown, not, and then this comes out, you know? So, like, I think the Cardinals knew what was coming, and they traded for Hollywood knowing, knowing what was happening with Hopkins. Um, I've got Hopkins way down on my boards now, and I moved Holly up, Holly, excuse me, Hollywood Brown up to uh, top 25 on, on, my, on my redraft boards. So that's where I've, I've got him. Yeah, I agree. I, I think something like that with, you know, one of the one of the best wide receivers in the NFL in the past couple of years, not just fantasy. You know, you hear about him testing positive and he's going to be out of games. Surely they had to know a couple of days before at least, and they had to do something to to help Kyler. And you know, lo and behold, they got a guy that's Kyler's friend. They played at Oklahoma together. Yeah, you know, they they love each other. So hopkins definitely moves way down my board especially in dynasty even with he's getting older he's coming off the injury i think he was already on his way down and this just doesn't help his case whatsoever hollywood's gonna move up for me and i'm still on the fence about kyler i mean we saw hopkins go out with that injury after the cardinals being the best offense in the nfl last year and then they just disappeared almost when hopkins left so it's you know can hollywood fill that role can he be that deep threat like we've seen you know, flashes from him. It's it's kind of up in the air. I'd love to see how it plays out in camp with uh, with Hollywood in town. I do think Hollywood will fill the Christian Kirk role quite nicely. I agree. Um, I, so I think then, he's better. So then, who fills yeah, the de- yeah? Who fills the DeAndre Hopkins role then? Right. I mean, that's where we're we're lacking. If you're looking at you know the upside for Kyler Murray, um, yeah, I think exactly. I, we've talked about it. I've been higher on Kyler than both of you um, before the mm-hmm. news actually had him above Herbert at, Ky- at QB three just because of some of the rushing upside, right? Um, yeah. But can't can't justify that anymore. If if Hollywood and then what Rondell Moore and AJ Green are your two and your three, um, right. not sure about it. it. It's tough. I mean, in Dynasty, I think I had him at four 
which is realistically as high as you can get him after Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, and yeah. I knocked him down two spots behind Lamar and Joe Burrow. So, you know, it's one of those things I'm going to have to see. You know, I'm going to have to see it in the first six games. You know, it's something I'm going to be fine if I'm wrong with if he's, you know, top top two, top three like we've seen him do, and you know, I'll just have to live with it. But I'm fine with putting him where I'm at, where he's at now. Yeah. Think of Kyler yeah. for for me. Um, I, I have him at QB, QB 10 right now. And, and I really need to see more consistency out of Kyler because of the la- for the last two seasons, he, mm-hmm. he's, been, he's been QB 1, QB 2 for the first like eight or nine weeks. And then the in, you know, the in, he starts to get nicked up, the injuries happen, and, and he drops off quite a bit. It's kind of like right. Russell. It's a lot like Russell Wilson. That's why I have Wilson Murray back-to-back in my rankings. Um. I really need to see that consistency from Kyler and losing D Hop obviously isn't isn't ideal. But I right. something we haven't touched on. I think one of the biggest I haven't moved him yet. I, I've thought about it, but I think one of the biggest losers of this whole thing is Lamar Jackson. Um this this was besides Mark Andrews, this this was Lamar's this was Lamar's guy. You know, this was his deep threat. And Rashad Bateman is obviously someone to keep an eye on, but he's he's still unproven. So I think Lamar could take a hit this year as well in terms of passing standpoint. Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, we're talking what wide receiver two now in Baltimore is take your pick of Devin Duvernay, James Proch, Tylen Wallace, or Benjamin Victor. Um, so take your pick there after Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, probably going to lean more on the run, right? You're getting Dobbins back healthy. You're getting Edwards back healthy. Um, just makes sense that it goes back to kind of what we've seen from the Ravens in previous years of running. So how does that affect Lamar? Uh, less passing upside. Agreed. Yeah, I, I think this all just feeds right back into to Mark Andrews' season. You know, I've been seeing him get to the top of people's ranks, though. So he's finally getting some of that respect he deserves. I've had him top four in dynasty the last three years and last year he was on i think 20 percent of championship rosters and there's a reason why you know he's just that guy that you don't think of like you see the kelsey's and the oh the kyle pitts is now the next he's the next travis kelsey and you got george kittle every year but mark andrews is always there and i think he's going to continue to be there again for lamar so i i love both of them yeah we'll get we'll get into hot takes but hot take for me mark andrews tight end one this season so i've got him there already i've had him I've had him there. I'm, I'm yeah. going to keep rolling with it. Um, well, let's uh, let's kind of dive in, kind of post draft. I mean, that's the big news, obviously, with the past weekend and everything. Um, so, give me kind of rookie rankings. Like, let's let's talk maybe position. Are we okay skipping quarterback? Because who cares at this point at the quarterback position? <laughs> I don't um, want to look or hear about rookie <laughs> quarterbacks ever again. But but just quick quick rundown um, of the draft. Uh, rookie, you know, just first thoughts, maybe some initial rankings, and then also talking through landing spots, right? You know, best spots, best landing spots, worst landing spots, who are the big winners and losers out of the draft? Well, I think we, we all know Brees Hall was going to be the guy um, that everyone was really targeting out of, out of the rookies, at least in year one. Um, it, it's kind of a shame. And he ended up on the Jets. I mean, the Jets have nice young talent now, but they're still finding themselves. I think in terms of landing spots, though, there, there are a few guys that I think are in a decent position. Uh, Sky Moore, especially, you know, going right in with Mahomes. Mm-hmm. James Cook on Buffalo. Um, 
if he, I mean he's he's very talented. Um, but the Bills do. I think we're discrediting discrediting uh, Devin Singletary a little too much as well. Um, Christian Watson has the opportunity to be, you know, the number one guy on Green Bay, which is obviously really valuable. Um, and the other two guys that are a little more under the radar for me, um, Alec Pierce. If if Matt Ryan is consistent, Pierce develops into that wide receiver two role. Um, he he could be valuable, and uh, Tyrion Davis Price um, uh, around this year. I mean, the Forty ers can be such a mess trying to figure out what they they want to do with their backfield, but they usually that stick with every year. Every year, but every if Elijah, year. If Elijah Mitchell doesn't stay healthy. Um, I've had Jeff Wilson many times in the last few years, and he is nothing special for fantasy, um, and he's not very efficient as well. So. I've seen Tyrion Davis Price in college at LSU, and he's he's a hard runner, and he hits the whole hard. So he could be a re, he could be a good fit in a run heavy scheme. Yeah, I, I certainly agree in the running back field. You know, Brees Hall. I think it speaks more on on what they think of Michael Carter than what they even think about Brees Hall. Um, you know, because they got him, they got Michael Carter, and that was going to be their guy, and he just, I he guess he wasn't. You know, so they took Brees Hall. I think he's still in a good spot. Uh, I think the Jets had the best draft overall out of everybody, personally. Um, another guy I want to talk about, Damian Pierce in Houston. I think he's going to be a guy that could possibly take over Marlon Mack. I mean, Marlon Mack's still coming off that injury. Uh, we'll see how he looks going into you know a lot more time afterwards. Uh, but I think Damian Pierce is a guy to keep an eye out for. Uh, and then outside the top five you know, wide receivers, you Garrett Wilson, Traylon Burks, Williams, Chris Olave, Drake London. Christian Watson and Sky Moore are definitely the two guys that that I think have personally the greatest upside out of this entire rookie wide receiver class just because of the quarterbacks. I, I value the quarterbacks that a rookie wide receiver has a lot, and especially with these two guys that have a lot of ability. I mean, it's not just like some random wide receivers going to Aaron Rodgers and now he's going to be great just because he's with Aaron Rodgers. These guys are, are really good. Uh, I think Christian Watson needs to work on his drop rate. I think he was over a little over 12% on his drop rate, which was the highest in, of the top wide receivers taken. So if he can kind of get that honed in, we did see a lot of that with Devontae Adams, though, when he got there. So, you know, it could take him a year, maybe two to get in. And at that point, you're, you know, is Aaron Rodgers even going to be there? So but right now I've got Watson outside my top five, but I, I still think the wide receiver that I love the most is going to be Traylon Burks this year in Tennessee. Uh, a lot of his comps were even AJ Brown. So with him being gone, you know, maybe it does take him a little bit to get acclimated. But I think he's, uh, I think he's going to fill in nicely and 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 eat up a lot of those targets and and be real good for either Tannehill or you know maybe Malik. You never know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 with you guys on on Brees Hall. I mean, that was the guy coming out of college. I mean, people have been waiting on for a couple of years, right, at the running back position. Um, mm-hmm. Scares me a little bit with Michael Carter there. Like, does this turn into like you know Brees? You get first down, second down rushing, and then Michael Carter's our pass catching back, right? Um, especially with Would be you helpful. Know, yeah, with PPR leagues, and and Brees has shown that he can do it all. Um, so that that's the piece that you kind of get concerned about because Michael Carter was really good p- catching mm-hmm. passes out of the backfield last year. Um, yeah, I think you, you make you matters gotta, worse though. Like the Jets also used Ty Johnson in pass catching situations. Last year as well. Now I'm not saying they'll do it this year, but it's just something to keep yeah. in mind. Like it's yeah. how many how many guys are we going to see in the backfield? All of them, all the guys. 
speaking of all the guys in the backfield, Kenneth Walker, Taylor, I believe you might be higher on okay. Kenneth Walker than some of the rest of us, but also looking more at Dynasty, my concern is that team, that offense, where does Penny fit in? Is Carson healthy? And if he is, you're talking again, three guys in the backfield. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I think he's I think he's a clear cut RB2 for sure. Like, let's get that out of the way. Um, he's definitely... I mean, he's basically a tear break from Brees Hall for me, uh, if you're looking at the rookie class as a whole. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if Penny goes down and Carson's pretty much out of the picture, you know, you never want to try and predict an injury. But, I mean, Kenneth Walker might be in the best situation of all the running backs. You know, P- uh, Pete Carroll loves to establish the run for some reason. And if if Penny's not good out of the gates or or he goes down, you know, Walker's going to be right there and he's going to be their three down back right out of the gates. So I think he could, you know, a lot of people is going to be his surprise of the year. A lot of people are even saying Kenneth Walker's going to be their RB1 this year. I, I saw Kenneth Walker go 101 in a rookie draft already this year post draft. So it's anything could happen. But I like him. Yeah. I, I, think like Kenny, I mean, I like Kenny Walker too. Like, I think he's the best pure runner. Agreed. In, the enti- in, the, in the entire draft. That's why Seattle had to get him. Establish that run. Give me, give me pass catching backs all day, every day. So yeah. with that, when we look at, say, RB3, right, out of this draft, and definitely now, obviously, we can factor in landing spot, which is great. So we're looking, I know, Chris, we're talking Bills. We're talking, is it is it James Cook in this draft? Is it Rashad White being in Tampa Bay, maybe one Leonard Fournette injury away from being a starter on a Tom Brady offense? Damian Pierce, you already mentioned in Houston. Is he the guy that actually takes over? Um, where, are we, where are we looking at an RB3? How do these tiers rank out for you guys? I personally have Cook ahead of Walker as, as my RB2 um, just because just of the offense. I think he'll have a lot of a lot of opportunity for not just for touchdowns, but just getting the ball in his hands. Like the Bills mm-hmm. drafted him to be that home run, that home run hitter, because that's something their offense has been lagging. And Cook, mm-hmm. and if, if you look at his highlights at Georgia, especially in the in the college football playoff, like he is, he's it's like lightning. You know, he could strike at any time. Um, so he's pers- he's my personal. Uh, rookie RB two, and then I have Kenny, Kenny Walker. Um, I really Cook and Walker are really in the in tier two for me, and then Brees Hall is kind of on his own in tier one. Yeah. And then after that, it's really kind of a crapshoot from there. I am all for the Devin Singletary slander. I'm all for it. I don't. Oh, yeah. I got no issues with it. I think the entire fantasy community is James James Cook all the way. Um. I think I will, people are uh, going to be looking for it, but I yes, don't right. know if it's going to happen right away. It's going to happen. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, also going to throw a couple other names out there. I know Taylor's a big Cordero Patterson fan, but not Tyler Algier going to Atlanta. Got a running back there. Um, long shot. Isaiah Pacheco, Kansas City. Keep an eye out from Rutgers. Pass catching back. It's not like anybody's seen a whole lot out of Clyde Edwards Hilaire or Ronald Jones, who's there now. So just a shot in the dark, especially for me in best ball drafts. Um, one player I wasn't high on coming into the draft, but then got a decent landing spot that I can live with. Um, Isaiah Spiller going to the Chargers. Uh, I don't think they've really liked to keep an eye on him. Yeah, I don't think they've liked the backup running backs they've had there. So um, pass catching back, uh, not real athletic or explosive, but 
you know, can get the job done, was a good college player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, personally Washington... for me, sorry, the, uh, the the lower tier of the running backs, I think, is actually really, really good. As good as a lower tier running back can be. You know, let's yeah. let's pump the brakes a little bit. But th- there's one league uh, that we, we draft our rookies before the NFL draft to try and see how good we can be at predicting. And I happen to scoop Love up it. James James Cook, Brian Robinson, uh, and Damian Pierce well after the third round. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, Brian Robinson, I'm glad you brought, brought him up. Like, I don't know what Washington's problem with <laughs> Antonio Gibson is, but mm-hmm. here they are. You know, when you draft a running back in the top three rounds, like that, that's, that's like a red alert. Like I, I think we can for- shorten that sentence. I don't know what Washington's problem is, period. You know, they just have problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's a tough organization. Yeah. And concerns me, concerns me with Terry McLaurin, right? Like guy that has all the talent in the world, and here we are wasting it away with the yep. uh, Fitzpatrick's, the Hennekes, and now the Carson Wentz, who is retread mm-hmm. once again. Um, that's what happens. Be the number one pick in the NFL draft, and you will get chance after chance. Yep. Well, McLaurin's going to lose patience soon because I know he specifically specifically wanted a running mate out of free agency or the draft yeah. um and they did draft Jahan Dotson I'm just I'm personally not high on what, what I really can't understand is why Washington traded back from 11 to 16 with the Saints who then drafted Chris Olave and yeah. they, they yeah. it didn't make any sense I just I really didn't understand that is Jahan Dotson a good player yeah I'm, I'm sure he is but would I rather have Hudson or Solave right. or even Jamison Williams? Well, or even, even yeah, throw in, throw, in, throw in Jamison Williams, Sky Moore, Christian Watson, George Pickens. Like, is is Jahan Dotson ahead of all of those guys? Where he is behind it, all of them for me. I, that's I, I'm in the yeah. same boat. So yeah, Washington. I don't know. You're right, Taylor. I don't know what's wrong with them. They should, have, they should have been the Washington Problems, except for instead of the Commanders. I don't know. That would have been a more fitting name for them. So what was, uh, what was the worst landing spot? Where are we, where are we going with that? Let's keep it, keep it fantasy relevant. Can I say the entire tight end class? Did Just we, because I, I don't like any of them? Yeah, I, I, mean, well, I didn't I, like I think, any players, so I didn't really care where right. they landed. I think the best one... In my opinion, Trey McBride went to Arizona, and he's now stuck behind Ertz, uh, Ertz, supposedly. So, you know, we won't see him for a few years. Although rookie tight ends don't, you know, they don't produce. You know, you've got Kyle Pitts, the unicorn, who's producing. But, you know, year after year, they don't produce year one. So it's fine. You you know, you're not going to expect any from him anyway. Jelani Woods in Indianapolis is actually probably the best landing spot for me. Uh, he's probably got the most clear path to to getting production. We could see it this year. Uh, you don't know, but uh, there's. I, I liked a lot of the landing spots, to be honest. I think one that's kind of not talked about is George Pickens in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that was mine. Uh, I did like his. Um, yeah. But as far as not like, I mean, there wasn't a lot. Maybe all the quarterbacks not named Kenny Pickens. For me, I love. I love George Pickens, being a Georgia Bulldog fan myself. Um, and I, I will say, if the Packers had drafted Pickens instead of Watson, Pickens would be my wide receiver one for, for rookies this year. 
I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the Pittsburgh landing spot. I mean, it's it's whether you look at redraft, best ball, dynasty. You know, what are we getting at the quarterback position, right? With Trubisky, who knows? With Pickett, who knows? And then what's the plan long term, right? They've they're going to move on from which one, Claypool or Deontay? I mean, we're talking about guys that play yeah. similar positions. I mean, your only other option is to put Deontay in the slot and let Claypool and Pickens be your outside guys and three wide receiver sets. So I think that was actually my like least favorite landing spot because I would rather Pickens be pretty much anywhere else where they don't have an established one and two like they do in Pittsburgh, plus hopefully a better quarterback situation than, say, Trubisky or a rookie, you know, Pickett with small hands trying to throw the ball to him. I think my least favorite landing spots for receivers – just landing spots. I think Jamison Williams is a is a poor, a sp- poor spot for him. We we d- don't really know their their quarterback plan post Jared Goff, um, and we all know he, like Goff's arm is isn't always the most accurate, especially on deep balls. Questionable. <laughs> yeah. Very questionable. Uh, Wandale Robinson, the Giants taking him with the eleven pick in the second round was was interesting like i love yeah, Wendell Robinson so. as a as a player um, and i know they're looking to trade Kadarius tony but he Wendell robinson isn't all that much different than than tony he does a lot of the same things he can line up almost anywhere on the field so i, I feel like the that, Giants kind of that was the biggest head scratcher for me too i i was just kind of looking at that now and I went, eh, that's i don't know what to think that's interesting and i'm really not sure why the pat patriots Drafted Tyquan Thornton in the second round when they could have gotten him in the sixth round, but I—that's just the theme with the Patriots drafting guys that are the, <laughs> the three, three rounds draft. ahead. Yeah, two two running backs in a in a running back committee where you already have three or four guys. JJ Taylor's back there as a pass catching back. Bolden, like how many guys are you going to have on that roster? Um, so yeah, Patriots everything, right? Hey, I'm never going to question Bill Belichick though. <laughs> never. I will. Just I'm putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, you're talking to the Bills fan here. You gotta, you gotta. You I, gotta know, I know you will. I know you will. Um, hey, I mean the Patriots—they drafted Max replacement this year, Bailey Zapp from Western Kentucky. You're not wrong. Uh, it's 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 Zappy on the quick quick Zappy. correction there on on name call. <laughs> Zappy on Zappy, but I think, I, I think that was just a Patriots jab. I'm a, I'm a, he knew I'm what a, he was doing. I'm a Mac Jones fan, so I'm I'm good not for fantasy, but as just a quarterback that isn't going to lose you games, I'll I'll roll with him. I'll I'll throw out one more quick landing spot I don't like, and it's low hanging fruit, but I think he's the best wide receiver in the draft personally. But Garrett Wilson to the Jets, I mean, at what point do we stop saying it's the Jets as the excuse? You know, hopefully they can turn it around. Uh, it's just Zach Wilson. I mean, he did not show a lot last year. He's going to have to make big strides to really, you know, get all the, you know, Brees Hall involved, Garrett Wilson involved, Elijah Moore involved. You know, they got Uzama. You know, let's, I, I got to see it. So for me, it's it's Garrett Wilson. And he's still my wide receiver one just because of the talent. Uh, but like I said, it's the Jets. We'll see. I won't give my hot take now, but Zach Wilson is going to have a good year. I'm happy for Garrett oh, Wilson. Know. I'm happy for that offense. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. But we'll save the hot takes. Anything else you guys want to leave the people with before we jump off here? I think that's it for me. I, 
I'm good. All right. Well, thank you guys. Episode one, we will be back in your ears, in your speakers soon. Um, social media handles, QC at QC underscore fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we will have YouTube coming out down the road. Uh, and again, hoping to have two to three episodes out per week. So stay tuned, subscribe, and we will join you later. Nice. May the fourth be with you. Right, right and we're out. out. Love it. Love it.